Hello. Yeah. yeah. It's better now. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. How do you know it's morning where I am? Well, I know that you've not left Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> I might have I might have teleported. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, quantum technologies are scaling up now, so maybe I might have well, let's not talk about that. Okay. So how, how are you now? I'm fine, I'm doing okay. How was your week now? Uh, my week is has been very engaging. Very engaging. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Have you been up? Jumping from one quantum webinar to the other. Mm, that's uh, quantum. And I think, yeah. guys, that, I have, that we have a quantum god in Nigeria. See, I'm not joking. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. I'm Elena. I'm Elena. I'm learning. That's the whole point. Like, you are becoming a god in the making. No, no, no. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'll never accept that I've learned anything. I'm <laughs> learning. Uh, this morning, Chad, before we proceed to this morning, I was looking at some and people are doing crazy work in quantum. Like, there's this university in Waterloo, uh, yeah, I- IQC. Okay, so it's what not what relevant to this conversation. Huh? What country is Waterloo in? Waterloo in Canada. Okay, like the you know. My, they, they, they are doing something that is actually very intriguing towards where I have interest in, in quantum. That is quantum quantum sensing. So oh. they are really, yeah, they are really doing a very exciting work. Well, it's not, I don't think it's something the audience would um or anybody that com- comes across this, but you know, they, they are just playing with photons and and neuron uh, neutrons. Okay. I hope I'm still audible. So yeah. So well, that's not that's so why am I here? You summoned okay. me like a god. Yeah, the last time we spoke with you. So let's just give like a basic background. We got to know that you are doing well, you've already you've already stated it here too, that you are doing some research in quantum computing or and quantum physics too. And you also stated doing... that Yeah. What okay. did you say? Sorry, sorry. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Don't worry. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So you also stated that you are a student in the department of. I don't know if you mentioned the departments, but I'm going to mention it. Department of Electronics Engineering, University of Nigeria, Osuka. Even though you claim that you are not serious with your word, not mine. So you say your research is your research is something around the brain. Or relating to the brain, right? Can you hear me? Wow. God. What's I can that? hear you. I can hear okay. you. I can hear you. Okay. So I was asking that your research is revolving around the brain, right? Yes, that is where my, I hope I am audible. Yes, you are. That is where my research domain is. 
you made you made mention that I'm into quantum. Now you're telling you're tell, you're saying that my research interest is in is in the brain. I wonder what yeah, quantum has said, to do. Yeah, as I said, okay. your master, your master student. So I said your master's research is revolving around the brain, but your own personal research is quantum. Yes, yes. I, I think I would, I would use this. No, 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 no. <laughs> The go- so, one thing, with, one thing with being a god is nobody actually knows if what it feels like to be a god because um, nobody can actually explain. Hello, what can is happening? Yes, can you hear me? I can hear you now. I can hear you What's now. Going on? Yeah. Okay, well, I think I will use this medium to associate my research and what I'm actually doing in my masters and mm-hmm. how quantum um, comes into the play. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know what you guys want to hear. So. Uh, Okay, maybe I should. I don't know where should I start from. It's actually difficult. To... Okay, so out of curiosity, I want to ask: like the brain, is the brain of all living animals the same? I assume. Let me answer the question that I asked, but I will still <laughs> give me an answer. So I yeah. expect that the brain of all living animals is not going to be the same because if they are the same, since the brain controls our actions and every other thing, if they are the same, all of us would go to lion or human being we're supposed to be doing the same way am i right or wrong uh, apart from the fact that some human beings behave like goats yeah we are right <laughs> okay so is the brain structure of all living animals the same or not well the organization of the brain is different from for all living organisms okay. so the brain human brain has developed over the years over this over centuries so human brain has um has, has been termed to be one of the most brain. Uh, so they are not the same. They're not the same because um, I, a question I can ask is, the question that we can, an analogy that we can use to elaborate this is, there are certain, okay, first of all, the brain, Mm-hmm. So far, so far from because my the truth is the truth is I'm gonna make it very open here. The truth is that my research is self-guided. Okay. It's, it's self-guided and then but I'm I have a collaboration with a friend that I met during the uh the IBM summer school on in quantum machine learning. So we started work we started you know we you know this our conversations explode ideas so we started to you know i started engaging him in in discussions about my project and he has been very quite helpful i don't need to nice. mention this probably he will hear this okay. Chris. Okay. Okay. so um so far the brain um the human brain is a very it's a very mysterious object, you know. You know, um, feel very big for someone to say that he's researching on the brain. So I'm not okay. actually researching on the entire brain, okay? 
Mm-hmm. My research is revolving around the cortical columns. That is the cortical the cut the, the cortical cortex. As okay. The, the neocortex, the seat of intelligence in the brain. So that's exactly where my research is in is revolving. And that's actually that, that place also spans to certain areas in the brain, like the, the hippocampus, which is the the, bro- the the area for learning and memory. I would I would I would elaborate more. And then mm-hmm. areas that organize memory formulation. And then I'm very, very interested in neuro neuro neuronal or neuroplasticity. So I will go deep into that as well. So I've actually answered the question that my interest in the brain is not really there are so many areas in the brain. There are there are yeah. you know there are, so, there are, there are a lot of there, there, there is a, a, a hospital um, a, you know area that 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 that's organizes visual perception, auditory okay. cortex, cortex. So there are there are a lot of areas in the brain to study. But my interest is mm-hmm. on neocortex. There is the cortical, yeah. the, the 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 cortical circuit of the brain, and it actually okay. spans across a lot of uh, other parts of the brain. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So before moving on, Chris, hi, hello. I hope you listen to this. Uh-huh. Okay, let's move on. So <laughs> cortical. <laughs> so you said your interest is cortical, and the cortical aspects of the brain. And from what you said, I understand that the cortical um, helps with the intelligence of humans, right? Well, uh, let me. Yeah. Okay. The thing is. This research actually started from uh, the curiosity around neurodegenerative diseases. Okay. Uh, yeah, around neurodegenerative diseases. So, uh, okay, let me lay a little bit. Let me lay a little, a little bit, a little emphasis, uh, a little background on um, on what my research so far has has um, enabled me to understand on the uh, the neocortex. So, um, the cerebral cortex, which is the high, the area of the high, the area of uh, area for abstract reasoning and intelligence in the brain, mm-hmm. houses the um, the neocortex. Okay, so the neocortex is um, occupies seventy um, percent of the brain. And then it's it's you know it says that it's 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 like um wrapped blanket. So it's it's like okay. a sheet that is covering seventy percent of the cerebral of uh, the human of the cortex, the whole cortex. So it is um it is divided into certain columns. We call them cortical columns. The analogy that Chris used one time is it is like um a string of say, spaghetti sticks spaghetti mm. spaghetti yeah spaghetti sticks mm. all aligned in you know like an array of spaghetti sticks then each of those spaghetti sticks is mm-hmm. a color then in each of those there is a in each in each of those spaghetti sticks there is a particular there, there are, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a particular um, cortical space for neurons. 
So imagine that in a single stick of a spaghetti, in that single stick there are opening, 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 opening. Okay. From, like from one from the from the begin from the tail to head, and each of those openings are being occupied by neurons. So okay. imagine it that way. So the cortical, okay. the cortical, yeah, the cortical, the sorry, the neocortex is made up of about four hundred and fifty thousand cortical columns and in each of those cortical columns there are about 500 neurons so you're talking about and you know that the neurons are the unit of information information in the brain like it is the neuron that transports and transfers information so imagine this organization of of this organization of 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 um of neurons in the neocortex Imagine how this, how this is, the you know the architecture. Then that you are now being told that it is this particular um, part of the brain that is responsible for intelligence. So, um, yeah. So that um, you know that is like the morphological um, definition of what the neocortex looks like. Um, yeah. Okay. So this. Is it the same thing as cortex? Yes, the, the, the neocortex is just a certain region of the brain. Then, the whole cortex, the whole brain, is made up uh-huh. is is a cortex, like is a cortical cortex. Okay, I think I'm being too logical. I want to actually sit, put these things in ways that um anybody listening to this will actually understand. Okay. Okay. But so the basic like online like when i searched online the first thing i saw was like the composition of things that make up the brain and i saw cortex so i just wanted to understand that you're talking about is the same thing as cortex yes it is it occupies a certain region of the cortex okay so uh you know that this this research has actually been spanning around i mean i made mention of um neurodegenerative diseases so please let's i don't know if we should narrow down to that or maybe on another time we can talk about intelligence and uh, human intelligence and how humans actually learn because this this cortical circuit that you're seeing is very dynamical and it is dynamical in the sense that it's intelligence is an outcome of interaction with the environment so intelligence is not only when you you know how to do mathematics or you know you know the fact that you can stand think. upright and act, think yeah. exactly anything anything that you do effortlessly mm, is, is, um, yeah is, is a form of intelligence so we'll talk about that some other time so uh, yes, i don't know what you want to want to what you want us to talk okay. about now so. So, these neurodegenerative diseases, can they also be considered as brain, like the likes of Parkinson's uh, disease and the rest? Exactly. Okay, there are a lot of neurodegenerative diseases. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, the truth is, I, I don't know. Um, the day that I made, I presented my project, um, that's what they call that thing again. Um, that is um project pro- pro- proposal. proposal. Proposal, exactly. Mm-hmm. I told them that I'm actually interested in the brain. 
and mm-hmm. that the, my reasons for having interest in the drone is that is, is as a result of the diseases that plagues humans. So mm-hmm. I, I made mention of I mean are you I'm also saying making it open now that my interest in artificial intelligence and everything that has to do with intelligence or artificial intelligence is to help to solve human problems biological problems i mean health related problems so yeah i believe that if we cannot if we cannot actually figure out this kind of problems then we cannot we we, we are not we are not actually superhuman yeah, yeah, okay. yeah we are meant to be able to we are meant to find a way to sustain humanity you know there are diseases that we can fix beforehand or we can even prevent so let me don't go too deep into that okay you made mention of a uh, neurodegenerative diseases okay so my what motivated my research into neurodegenerative diseases I've, i think i've discussed this with you sometime um mm-hmm. a friend of mine lost um she, just let me very very quick on that it's just due to stroke stroke that is a um, cerebrovascular accident so mm-hmm. it is what actually attracted me to to make this my prime lifelong lifetime research mm-hmm. you know it actually changed her life the mom contracted stroke and it actually changed mm-hmm. her life so yeah so neurodegenerative diseases are diseases that are that are that are progressive I mean, they they are not like malaria that we 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 suffer here in Africa. They yeah. they are neurodegenerative, like they are progressive diseases. They might be there, you might not see them, you might not observe okay. them clinically. Okay. So they are degenerative. They are progressive. So until when they now become so severe. Now mm-hmm. you now start saying, okay, oh, okay, this person, ah, this person is having dementia, or this person is forgetting things. So, ah, uh, so the neurodegenerative diseases that I have interest in studying and in predicting, or probably correcting, are stroke, mm-hmm. stroke, um, Alzheimer's, okay. and then. I started with multiple sclerosis. So okay. I think we should we should dig into that. Um okay. I don't know you know I don't know if I should okay, should I? I don't know. You're the one you're, you're the moderator yeah. there, so. keep going, yeah, keep going. So okay. So I think we should deal with multiple sclerosis today. And if I let me know if I see if I can explain my the depth of my so far multiple sclerosis and then maybe next time we can um talk about um oh that there are a lot of packing like you said parkinson schizophrenia Hodgkin mm-hmm. disease like neurodegenerative diseases are so much so and yeah. um, so I'm, I'm i'm actually very angry on any disease that affects memory mm. You know, much of what we have, much of most of what keep, makes us human. You 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 asked me if the human brain is different from other animals. Do we know if animals imagine? Do we know if a dog can hold imagination? Do we know if dog has memory? 
I don't I don't know yet. But if dogs can recognize their owners, shouldn't that be a form of memorization? Yeah. Like memory. Yeah. Shouldn't that imply memory? That so, should. It, sh- it should, right? Yes, it should. What it means is that part of most of what makes us, you know, most of what most of most of what makes us adaptable as human beings is our ability to remember things and our ability to house things in our brain. Yeah. So I'm I'm very angry at things that steal the that memory. That yes, is annoying. Why would <laughs> something? rob you you know what goes on in the mind of one who doesn't have a memory what would it's like a void what would you be thinking mm-hmm. like what's going on in your mind mind exactly so yeah mm-hmm. i think in one of our conversation also we maybe you sometimes we'll talk about consciousness mind mm-hmm. there's yeah. still um, mind body problems and all this stuff, so. Mm-hmm. so so um so um like i said i'm very interested in places that affect so what is actually memory? I think we should start by asking that question. What is okay. a memory? So okay. I, mean, I think I think we should maybe we should go a little bit deeper into the organization of the brain. Okay. Um, so I don't know how long this podcast will last, but I will try to speak as fast as possible. So uh, okay. um, the brain, um, the human brain, the one I'm interested in, mm-hmm. I'm not interested in, 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 in cats or dogs' brain. So the human brain. Um, is an organization of is a community of of um of is a community of neurons. I like to describe it as a yeah leaky bag of charged particles. You know, a community of neurons. So it's a community of neurons in the sense that every of every every single activity. In, of the in the brain is as a result of neural conduction and neural and synaptic um synaptic activities so what that means is that if this brain is a community of neurons what it actually means is mm-hmm. that there is a single neuron right because a community of neuron neuron yes. means that there is actually a single neuron so uh-huh. Um, so the the um, the central nervous system is made up of um, the brain. I think the neurons and the spinal cord. I be the brain and the spinal cord, central nervous system. So yeah. So let's 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 dive into the neurons so that we can explain where the memory is and what and how disease takes it away. Then I think that should be what we talk about today, so it doesn't get to be become too lengthy so the yeah, neuron okay. a single neuron the, a single neuron is made up of is like a network it's like um it's like what you see in electrical devices where you have um the, the, the connectors you have the transmitters then you have the receivers so in a neuron you have the dendrites. Okay. So you have the transmitter, which is uh-huh. the axion. Then the dendrite is the collector because the dendrite connects one. It, it, the dendrite actually makes connection from one neuron to the other. So it is the dendrite 
that makes a connection between one neuron like a single neuron if you're analyzing a single neuron now it is a, it is a dendrite that makes that makes a connection between that single neuron and another single neuron and, and so it's a is it it's it's a connection of dendrites okay. dendritic dendritic endings so between the the connection between a single neuron and another single neuron that connection that dendritic connection gives rise to what we call synapse okay synapse so the synapse is a chemical it's a it's a it's a it's a it's an electrochemical um, environment electrochemical in the sense that you know that neural activities are electrical activities i don't know i'm trying to actually i'm trying to break this down as low as possible okay yeah so so when electrical elect, when electrical activities which are you know move, uh, new um which are which, which constitutes conduct um neural activity like conduction so when those when those electrical activities move from a particular neuron to the mm-hmm. other mm. it travels through that through that electrical activity becomes an electrochemical activity when it gets gets to the synapse so from the synapse you see why the synapse now is a collector you see you see why the you see why the dendrite is the collector because it allows information to pass from one then from one neural from one from one neuron to the other okay you get so, so the, the the dendrite mixture of that so the the what connects those two things is now the synapse so the, you can you can see that the synapse is now the connector Mm-hmm. So the synapse connects two dendritic endings. So the synapse now it is in the synapse that everything that has to do with memory and learning happens because the synapse. But come to think of it, if these neurons are not, they will not be able to mm-hmm. communicate. So it's it's yeah. logical. It's, so what it means is if the neurons are not connected they will not communicate not and if they don't communicate if they don't communicate you can't keep information you can't transfer information you can't have sensory motor organization mm-hmm. you can't have sensory motor integration you can't have any form of sensory motor activity or any form of memory activity or learning at all so what that mm-hmm. what that means is that people who and i don't want to go further into axions and Node or nodes of Renvia or salutary conduction. Let me just let's analyze synapse so that next time we'll just be taking it step in every part of the neuron and what they do. So the synapse, what it means is that people who lose their memory, memory loss is actually as a result of synaptic dysfunction. Okay. Because um uh, okay, because okay, no, no, no. We are talking about we're talking about um we're talking about m- multiple sclerosis, right? Yes. So I think I should leave the synapse for the day we will talk about Alzheimer's. So let's come over to the axion. So as you've as 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 I'm painting this picture in, in the listener's imagination now, leave the synapse because we're talking about multiple sclerosis today. So let's come over to axion. Now, in the axion, if when information moves from one particular part of the one from the synapse, it travels along the axion. Now, the axion is a very wonderful 
um, um, you know, as you call it, <laughs> is a very wonderful piece of matter because it can extend at even at, a, at as long as 40 millimeters. Like you can you can have an axon that there's an axon that runs from the 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 the, the, the um, medulla to through the spinal cord. Like it's you, you can axons can extend that length. Do you know what that means? Yeah. What that means is that it is the axion, the information, information transmission is along the axion. So what that means is that nice what they carry, the information they carry, as a result of how the axion is formed. So the axion is, if anything happens to the axion, you can actually lose, you can actually have, you know, relapse, uh, um, you can actually have um, poor conduction. So, yes, so I think what we should focus on now is what is actually the axion made up of? So the axion, there there is a particular part of biology called axonal biology. There are Axonal disease is, is, is one um, area of top area of research in axon biology. So, the axion is like the axion is a is made up of a myelin. Like axions wouldn't be able to hold um, 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 neural conduction without the presence of myelination, myelin sheets. Myelination is is actually um you know the form formation of lipids when lipids wrap around brain cells when they wrap around brain cells as you grow myelination goes from motor cells to hospital to certain cells so what it means is that just know that myelination is that is like that particular sheet that has to protect the neural parts for information to be for 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 information to be well organized. I'm, I'm avoiding using too much logical terms here so that people can understand. So, so when that when that when that sheet that is wrapping that closes the brain cells, whenever it starts. You know, losing when you start losing those sheets, sheets yeah. like sheets S H E A T H. It's called demyelination. Okay, yeah. it is demyelination that results to multiple sclerosis. When those sheets that is meant to um co- you know cover or protect the neural conduction starts to fall off whenever it starts to fall off then it leads to multiple sclerosis so multiple sclerosis is a, is the top is top most is the top ranked neurodegenerative disease because it can lead to paralysis it can lead to it can lead to paralysis it can lead to poor eyesight it can lead to any it can lead to um, almost unpredictable uh, um, 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 you know casualties. So um, I just tried as much as I can to explain 
why what what multiple like at that level what multiple sclerosis is so multiple sclerosis is now when neurons are being demyelinated when axon when your axon axons are being demyelinated Mm-hmm. And then you're, you're talking about um, having multiple sclerosis. So, in why before I wrap this up because I, I need to wrap this up. It's 32 minutes now. Why I am while I have interest in quantum is this that particular demyelination doesn't occur in a minute. It doesn't the neurons just doesn't just come and lose their lose their um, myelination. Mm-hmm. No, it is degenerative. It is progressive. That is why they call call it neurodegenerative. It means that there is for measure observation and measurement. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you follow. What yeah. it means is existing is progressively degenerating. It means that there is a time when there is a window for correction. Yeah. So what it means is that while it doesn't mostly show up in clinical trials is the sensors that are used for in, the, in medical diagnosis are not really sensitive enough to be able to um, to sense and they are not sensitive they are not sensitive enough at the, that nanoscale nano, nano or atomic level at that level they, they, they cannot fetch that information so it's until when that thing becomes until when that degeneration becomes very pronounced at the level where the available sensors can find information you will not be like ah this person has multiple sclerosis so imagine if quantum sensing i will explain quantum sensing some other time but imagine if quantum sensors can develop point that you could be you will be able to sense neurodegenerative diseases at that level as possible do you know what that comes do you know what that or do you know what that translates to so yeah you detected that, earlier very good what that translates to the first of all you detect it earlier and you know that the earlier the fast the earlier the better because if you detect the disease earlier you can correct it faster at least you have if, like 99 or 90% of correcting it exactly you have more chances of collect of, of correcting it exactly and then what actually you know it's it's a very wonderful thing because what it means is that it would impact drug discovery because the drugs that are manufactured are manufactured at the level of the report of at the you know the drug the concentration of the molecules that they are using discovering those they are using manufacturing these drugs are done at the level of the where the diseases are discovered so the earlier if you discover it earlier it would impact drug discovery in the sense that drugs would have to accelerate you know okay we've discovered this thing at this level so we can be able to it would improve drug discovery in order to um you know have drugs that can correct these diseases earlier mm-hmm so it's 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 it impacts a lot of you know a lot of industry you know it's you see why you see you see why quantum is actually very important you know a single breakthrough in quantum can actually revolutionize the industry completely 
a single a single breakthrough yeah yes can reveal imagine mm-hmm. imagine 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 sensors that can imagine sensors that can be able to tell us the single cellular conformation in protein folding you know because protein folding protein folding happens you know at the at the at the amino amino acid like imagine sensors that can be able to sense that particular that conformational changes i don't think there are sensors like that yet so you know well let's not let's not let's not uh, 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 exceed the objective of 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 of, of today's talk so you know one day would would actually explore quantum sensing and um, quantum computation because okay i think of this this way if you can sense these things at this level then you can you have acquired that data mm-hmm. so you can actually use that data because what you do in in machine learning and neural and and, and neural net, when you acquire data you clean it and then you train another guy another guy now is a neural network an artificial neural network on what this data means using supervised learning modality so that you might not necessarily have to keep conducting that quantum that sense that um, diagnosis every time by training that neural network you can actually improve your prediction you know ah, let's not please let's not let's not exceed I I, I I i i will let the moderator there talk I'm, I'm sorry if i talked for some for, for so long then uh, so thank you very much for no thank you very much lighting up on the brain parts and for okay. because i was going to apricot but you already answered it on ways that technology can solve this so from what you said it's understandable that you can use a part or some parts of artificial intelligence to like this or to make this generative diseases discovered early and then the knowledge of quantum to also build um, or to also make equipment or whatever that would also detection of distance but making mm. drugs that can actually fight it at that minimal level so this yes, cut across yes. both well i don't know all these health people but i know pharmacists are involved um doctors that are farm, into exactly okay okay so everybody basically so mm-hmm. um just out of curiosity neurons and nerves are they the same thing um <laughs> you remember you said that my department is electronics electronics engineering so when you ask me questions yeah. that are actually deeper okay new nerve conduction uh, no they are not the same uh, now okay. no 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 nerves are uh peripheral peripheral nervous mm-hmm. are, the, are the peripheral so uh, okay maybe one day we we, we didn't start this thing chronologically so maybe one day we'll talk about the organization of the human body from the central to peripheral to oh. response to stimuli to yeah so that we can understand that we are just a bunch of sensors <laughs> with, mm-hmm. with just a bunch of sensors mapping information as a as, as impulses at different regions of the brain so yeah yeah Mm, well, that's good to know. Um, Thank I, you very I much. Hope we Thank can you very much. I really, 
Yeah, I hope we'll be able to like make it like in a serious kind of thing until like we have like a oh come on answer kind of thing. We have a lot of things to talk about, and then most probably we can start generating collaborations with people, having people to come and join mm-hmm. us in the conversation, having professionals because I'm not actually I'm not yeah. actually. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. I was yes. going to say that, like, especially health-related people, people that are in pharmacy, people that are in, um, in neurological, those, in, those people that in, in, in neurologists, radiologists, uh-huh. um, Neurology. um, yes. neuroscientists, computational neuroscientists, neuros- and everything. Any, yeah. that, anybody that is doing anything that has to do with AI, AI, maybe one day we can actually invite Chris here. AI specialists, oh, okay. AI researchers, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, because want, those people are these. Yeah, yeah. You're saying. I, sorry, I, I mean, if if you want to create intelligence, you are you are you are AI researcher too. So you know that if you want to create intelligence, you know that you have to understand the origin of intelligence itself. You know, yeah, the human intelligence. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Some people are not going to agree with that, but I don't care. <laughs> well, yeah. I, so, I and like we started this conversation, we, we we I think we can't of intelligence is in the brain, so the neocortex. So, if we don't take, if we don't take anything out of all of this, we should we can take that one out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So thank you very much, and we hope to see you soon in other episodes. Thank um, you. I am I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I was going to introduce. My name is Daniel. Yeah, I wasn't oh. introducing you. My name is Afa Madu Daniel. Yeah. Okay. So people, people that are already listening to the last episode or the the last one, people that have listened, people OGs like OGs of Mina podcast, they will know your voice. And as I've mentioned, that you are a quantum whatever. Like there is a link between. They are going to know that you are the one. So well, it's good that you still introduce yourself again. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Those formalities, okay. Yeah, so if you want, if you still want to reach out, to him on LinkedIn, he's okay on LinkedIn. Yeah, so that's no, LinkedIn your is Afam Madu Daniel. LinkedIn is Afam oh, okay. Madu Daniel. Madu Daniel, okay. okay. Afam Madu Daniel, yeah. Probably you can, can share this on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Do you share your podcast on? Probably you can share this particular episode on LinkedIn. You know, yeah. get the food to listen and, you know. All right. Okay, no problem then. So, see you later. Have a lovely day. Thank you very much. And enjoy your you too. Thank you. Yeah. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.